Welcome back to New Rockstars. This is The Big Question, the show that gives you too much information about how to meet that perfect, super strong alien partner who will live for 5,000 years and how you can be one of many Earthlings they can start a family with over their lifetime. Yes, you. Uh, you can uh, be the, the wife of Chris Hemsworth for It's Gonna Be Amazing. The, the opportunity is here. I'm telling you right now, we're announcing New Rockstars a partnership with Match.com and Asgard yeah. to bring you... <laughs> Your Asgardian boo that you always wanted. <laughs> My name is MT, and I'm here today with off-screen producer Brandon. What's going on, Brandon? Hello, MT. You know, I love my wife so much, but I'm glad she's not going to live for 5,000 years, because that's too long. <laughs> it's true. I feel like being married for over 4,000 years, I feel like that's just like your marriage gets tested I mean, after year 1,000. <laughs> Can you be a match? Yeah, you're you're two thousand six hundred and fifty four. Things are really dragging out. Things are really yeah. dragging out. You're gonna need some counseling around that time. Uh, <laughs> usually, most people do. <laughs> but what's our big question for today, Brandon? Well, MT, as we approach the release of Thor: Love and Thunder this summer, we're looking forward to learning uh, more about the ever expanding new Asgard in Norway and how the Asgardians are settling into their life here on Earth. But the mm. more we think about it, the more we wonder just how the Asgardians are classified here on Earth, it all leads us to this week's big question. Are the Asgardians now official citizens of Earth? Ooh, that's a really good question. Because with their homeworld of Asgard officially destroyed, as we saw in Thor Ragnarok, by Surtur as part of the Ragnarok cycle, the Asgardians who survived Ragnarok and the attack by Thanos on their escape ship, the Statesman, have found a new home here on Earth in Tonsberg, Norway. A huge spot in the MCU. I think it's where uh, Odin came and dropped the Tesseract off. Like, yeah, he just yeah. loves Norway a lot. He just loves those people. And it's considered the oldest town in Norway. It has a long history with Asgard. And like, like I said, Odin um, protected it from the Frost Giants in Thor 1, as we saw in the flashback, and used it as a place to store the Tesseract for hundreds of years. One thing real fast, MT, that was kind of messed up of, of Odin a little bit. To be like, here's this thing... <laughs> It's, I'm not going to tell you what it does. Don't ever touch it. Put it uh, in your little, your wooden church wall. Don't let anyone get it. And I'm not going <laughs> to tell you how incredibly dangerous and powerful this thing is. That was kind of messed up. That was kind of messed up. That was extra messed up. Because, like, you know, we saw in um in the in the post credit scene of Thor 2, um, I, one of the Warriors 3 was like, it's not wise to have so many Infinity Stones in one place. So you're just yeah. going to put it amongst the people of Norway. It's like, hey, if someone comes to get it, at least we won't die. Ooh. Odin, Odin has a vault, a vault that is secured. It's locked. It's guarded by Asgardian guards. It's powerful. Like, put it, it's got a destroyer in there that'll melt your face off if you try and get near it. Put it in there. Don't put it in Norway with some, some poor priest. Who's just hey, trying no to one's looking church. behind a, our Norwegian wall. I'll uh, tell you that yeah, much. You, someone is looking behind it. You know who empty? The Nazis. They're coming <laughs> the Nazis. for you. <laughs> Nothing My behind God. your wall is safe from the Nazis looking for it. My goodness. But now that the Asgardians have set up shop in New Asgard here on Earth, what does it mean to have a race of extraterrestrials living permanently on our planet? This is our planet. Like, are they official citizens of Norway? Like, get, get out of here. You're taking our space. You know, build, build the wall around the planet. <laughs> the Tony Stark wanted a suit of armor around the world to keep them aliens out. Exactly. Yo, I like the time. I remember Secret Empire when they built a, a force field around the planet like the good old days. Oh, Hydro Cap. That's my Cap America. 
<laughs> Ridiculous. But yeah, can they come and go as they please? Like, can they start families with regular, like, human people? Like, let's just consider all the implications of having Asgardians here on Earth, starting with citizenship. Because in our world, if extraterrestrials showed up one day, it would be like a huge deal. But in the MCU, the confirmation of the existence of aliens and their visitations to planet Earth is pretty old hat by now. It's like, all right, <laughs> we saw Thor. We had the invasion of the Tatari. We kind of get it by now. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Though to be fair, like most of uh, the MCU's, you know, Earthlings interactions with aliens have not been great. They've not been great interactions yeah, with aliens. Yeah, they've been uh, pretty, pretty terrible. We had uh, the Chitauri invasion and then uh, Thanos mm. wiping out half of humanity. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah you know. uh, the Dark Elves showing up. Those are technically aliens yes. to us, right? They, tried they to showed destroy up, they're messing up stuff. <laughs> Everything. Uh, but though, uh, Arishem. And you, you, Arishem showed up. Like, you bring up Thanos, though. Like, he did show up and he's bad. Yes, he's alien. But a lot of aliens came and fought him, too. So they did, they did show up. We had some they did show up. We had uh, the Ravagers show up to help. It was yeah. very nice. Um, so, like, and not all aliens are bad. Don't be racist. Don't do it. Okay? Don't do it. Just because we had a lot of bad experiences are good aliens. Like, you know, yeah. Yondu. He kidnapped Peter Quill. <laughs> that was a good <laughs> He kidnapped a child. <laughs> he, kidnapped a, <laughs> he kidnapped the future person that would doom the universe from Earth. He, he <laughs> saved us from Hey, <laughs> do not put this on Peter Quill. This is not Peter Quill's fault. I mean, he protected yeah. a, a green frog when he was a kid, so he's going to protect yeah. the green hey, Gamora. He's, he's human. Whoa. He's one of us, MT. We stick by our Peter yeah, Quills, okay? Yeah, he's one of us. <laughs> we, we love. We love hard. We fight hard, okay? We can't help it's it. True. We can't help it. That's what Earth is all about, baby. That's what Earth is all uh, about. Here we go. <laughs> All right, uh, but, but, but none of them have stuck around in a major way to set up shop. But that, that is until the Asgardians arrived. And that seemed to happen during the blip, a pretty tumultuous time for the planet. So, assuming that the Asgardians wanted to claim asylum in Norway, what are the steps to actually do that? Here's how it works in our world. The process of asylum is handled by the Norwegian Directorate of Immigration, or UDI. You can apply for protection or asylum if you're persecuted or you fear persecution or inhumane treatment in your home country. Considering that Asgardian's home country is pretty much gone, they certainly can't be sent back there. Like, you can't really be deported back to rubble in space. <laughs> they can't be like, oh, asylum denied, go back. And they'll be like, where do you want us to go back to? It's <laughs> like, say, I, I, I don't know. I can make a nice blanket with this uh, asteroid rubble um, <laughs> for me to sleep in. Um, but yeah, no, since they've been attacked by Hela, Surtur, and Thanos at this point, they certainly have a huge case for protection. And to get asylum process started, you have to seek us. Let me try this again. But to get the asylum process started, you have to seek protection from the police. And to do this, you must be in Norway or at the Norwegian border. And good news for the Asgardians, as they are on the Norwegian soil. Like they're literally on like the, the coast there. And once you apply, you can go to the National Arrival Center for up to 21 days. And considering that there are a fair amount of Asgardians seeking asylum all at once, they might have to let them just stay in Tonsberg. And during their waiting period, you'll talk to the police, provide your personal info and documents, and then go through a health screening. And during this wait period, the UDI will decide on your application. And if you're approved, you'll be granted a residence permit as a refugee, normally for three years. And the residence permit can be renewed. And from here, you can apply for permanent residence. It's a pretty good process in Norway to claim asylum. They're very upfront. They've yeah. got a very helpful website about it. Uh, and they seem like very nice people, and who wouldn't want to They seem like super nice people. I might yeah. do this. <laughs> I mean... 
Be like, I got some people in Boston. They're after me. I got to get out of here. <laughs> I got a huge tap at Dunkin'. They're going to cut my legs off. <laughs> I got to get to Norway. The actual Dunkin' Donuts. He's after me. <laughs> Mr. Dunkin'. Um, he, Richard R. Dunkin' is trying to kill me. He's trying to kill me. <laughs> the world runs on Dunkin'. I can't get away from him. <laughs> escape him. He's going to find me. Uh, <laughs> and we certainly have some extenuating circumstances for the Asgardians. And considering the long historical and cultural bond between Norway and Norse mythology, I doubt that they would turn them away. Because like, that'd be, that'd be so messed up. Plus, considering the relative strength and durability of the Asgardians, it would be great to have them on your side. Because like, why not? Yeah. Why not have some yeah. new Asgardians in the military? That'd be dope. Yeah, I doubt, I doubt, like, this is great MT and like this whole process, like this is what they could do legally, right? But I'm sure the Norwegians would make like a special occasion kind of thing where it's like these aliens show up who are part of their mythology. They'd probably be like, yeah, come on in. You're ours now. All you strong ass guardians, like you can fight for us now. Yeah, please be on our right? side. And this is like during the blip too. So they're like, yeah, yeah we'll take some, some more people, especially uh, gods. We'll take you. Come on in. Come on in. Please. Seriously. <laughs> I would love if, like, I don't know, a mayor or, like, the president or the leader of Norway would be like, hey, we don't have a Captain Norway. Who wants to be Captain Norway? <laughs> yeah, who wants to be Captain Norway? Any of you guys? He just goes into a bar. Anybody here want to be Captain Norway? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think it would be, like, super dope to, like, see, like, Asgardians as, like, integrated into the Norwegian culture and, like, integrated into, like, their their army and, like, integrated into, like, their healthcare yeah. system because, like, because we saw it in um, Thor the Dark World that like they had these like super smart Asgardian doctors that were able to diagnose. Uh, yeah, Jane they use Foster. like magic and stuff to, to exactly. Heal people. Yeah. So like it would be super dope if like they were integrated into like the hospital system. It's like, hey, we're healing all these terrible ailments. We're saving right. so many lives because we're now part of this country. Like that's, I never really thought about because like I always viewed them as like very like separated from everyone else because when we see them in a in, in like in, in the end game it's like all right we're in our little village like yeah like we're not yeah. really interacting with um the rest of humanity but like it seems from this the thor love and thunder trailer we see king valkyrie dressed up in a suit um it seems like asgard's giving tours and stuff so like they're very much on earth and they're integrating yeah. with earth and like they're not the separated gods that like gore the god butcher hates um like we're they're very much talking to us and like it's, it's really mm -hmm. cool yeah, there were people living in Tonsberg, so I'm sure they were like, yeah, come on in. Be a part of our little community. Uh, we'd love to have you here. Also, could you Dude. lift these giant boulders for us? Thank you so much. <laughs> Honestly, like, I feel like I, I really want the MCU to start making, like, just, like, independent films set within the MCU. Because I would love to see, <laughs> like, a Norwegian filmmaker tackle what it, like, what it would be like for the Asgardians to just be yeah. amongst us. And like how like that changes everyday life. I think that'd be really fun. And since the Asgardians have stayed in Norway and set up a thriving tourism industry, I think it's safe to assume that they are Norwegian citizens just full out. Or at the very least, New Asgard is considered an independent city-state within Norway. Which would be even doper. It's like, hey, I mean, like, I feel like it makes sense for to give them their yeah. independence. Like I I feel like it's it's hard to tell gods what to do. Not to worry. I have a permit. This just says I can do what I want. Uh, at any point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that that's like how the, the Vatican works, MT. It's a city-state right. within Italy, and like they have their own passports and they they have their own little government. I think I think yeah, I think you're right that the Asgardians are probably Norwegian citizens or considered citizens of New Asgard. 
which is at least a city-state within Norway, and like mm. they're citizens there, and they have a passport now, and that probably means they can travel as they see fit. That is like literally bizarre. Like so, but like I wonder <laughs> if like there are Asgardians that like left New Asgard to just go well live in different parts of the world. Like yeah, that's so crazy exactly. to think of. I don't know. If, like, I don't they, know if the world would allow that, but that's something to consider, right? Like if another country mm. would gladly take them in and be like, "Yeah, you can come live here, please." I wonder if like. Like there's like an entity tracking all the as all these Asgardians, like where they go at all times. Oh, like, you know, you know, swords tracking that. Oh yeah. Sure. Oh yeah, for, for sure. sure. Like yeah, that's their one job. <laughs> it's like these we have just every each Asgardian is a sentient weapon. They are definitely watching. Oh, my God, that's so. Up. I would love if Valkyrie's like, why are you guys watching? Like she finds out and she gets super pissed. Like you guys are watching us. Yeah, that's super yeah. rude. Please stop doing that. Hello, Knuckles. You have a lot of nerve coming in here. You have a lot of nerve being alive. Um, <laughs> the guy's like, we don't like being watched. We like watching you guys. Don't watch us. We know that there are some politics involved here and that from the news crawl we saw in Spider-Man No Way Home, we also know that these politics are in turmoil. So can the passport carrying Asgardian citizens of New Asgard travel the planet as they see fit? What do you, what do you think? I mean, they must be allowed to travel. I can't imagine that anyone would stop them or be like, no, you can't. Because they want to probably keep them happy and on our side, right? Right. So I'm sure Norway would be like, yeah, you can leave. the If you, you got your passport, you got your new Asgard passport, you can travel. I don't know if every country would let them in. There might be some countries that are like, no, we don't want you coming in here. Not allowed to come here. I'm sure the U.S. would let them come in because they would love to steal them away. The U.S. would yeah, love to have North the Asgardians living there. really be welcoming. <laughs> <laughs> they might they might let him into North Korea. I don't know if they'd let him out. I don't know. But, uh, so I think I think the Asgardians have got to be allowed to travel. It'd be so weird to be like, mm. no, you guys have to stay in this city. You cannot leave. Mm. Especially if you have all these cruise lines coming in. They can just hop on a boat and get out of there. I'm sure they want to track their travel. So they probably if you told them like, no, you can't travel, then they're gonna sneak out, right? And they don't yeah. want that. So I'm sure they were like, yeah, you can travel, but we're going to watch every move. And you know Sword's watching them, for sure. If they got flying goats on, like, on the ready, it's like, can you really stop yeah, yeah. them? Yeah. You can't stop you them. Can't. Yeah. I, wonder, <laughs> I wonder if the goats are like registered with, like I don't know, all the planes. It's like, hey, if you see a flying goat, don't worry about it, um, pilots. Yeah. It's just uh, at New Asgard doing their they thing. Might be, they might be forced to fly below a certain altitude, you know, so they don't inter inter interfere with uh, air travel. Next, we got to talk about the GRC that we saw in Falcon mm -hmm. and the Winter Soldier. Because, like, do we think that the Global Repatriation Council plays a role within New Asgard? Because the GRC was established post-blip to help allocate resources and maintain refugees displaced by the blip. And the Asgardians set up new Asgard during the blip and certainly were affected by it when the snap was undone. So do we think that the GRC stepped in with the Asgardians at all? I bet they tried to and, mm. you know, Valkyrie was like, no, nah, get out of here. We're not about that. We don't need your help. We're all good. Because, yeah, we don't know exactly when new Asgard set up. We know it was during the blip. It was after the Thanos does his snap that the whoever mm. was left from the Statesman made it to Earth, probably following Thor. Thor helped him get right. down here. He's running New Asgard. He's doing a bad job. He's drinking. He's playing too many games. You know, probably smoking <laughs> weed. You know, they don't put it in the movie. Mm -hmm. He's probably doing Man, it. Asgardian uh, greenery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he's got to smoke a lot. He's Asgardian. So some, some Asgardians must have been blipped. They come back. If they're not in Norway, I don't know where they would blip back to. 
maybe they mm. maybe they are already there. I'm sure the GRC was like, you guys, you guys need help? And they were like, no, we're good. Get out of here. <laughs> not touching our resources. We got all our people back. You're fine. Get out, Go away. Mm. So I don't think the GRC was as, as instrumental here because they were probably already set up. They probably already had their citizenship established during the blip. So the GRC probably didn't play too much of a role. I don't, I doubt it. I would love if they did, because like it would give them more of a role in the MCU. Cause like, you know, we, we, we just, we were just introduced to them in, in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Right. And like, they weren't really given a really great reputation of that show. It's sort of just like, yeah. what is the GRC really? They're just messing things up. They're not actually helping people. And like the Flag Smashers like have like some pretty, you know, fair grievances um, there. Oh, yeah. Um, but like, it's just, I, I just want to see them be useful and be like, yeah, we helped the Asgardians set up. Like they wouldn't be able to do it as efficiently if it wasn't Maybe. for us. Um, so like, I would love to see that, but like, I can definitely see the Asgardians be like, yeah, no, yeah. um, Odin liked this place. We lay claim to this place and, uh, <laughs> that's what we're doing. <laughs> they sell yeah. that. <laughs> so you either like it or you don't like it. We see that scene in the trailer with, you know, Valkyrie and these other world leaders and they're like arguing at a table. I wonder if one of those is like a GRC representative and everyone's mm. just like, shut up. You, you don't get to say okay? <laughs> You're making us all look bad out here. But yeah, no, I would love, I just want to see more like GRC and like yeah. and, and see like why their presence in the MCU is important and like why, or like, it, like or just see like the players behind the GRC. Like who's in right. charge of the GRC and are they evil? Because you got to always ask in the MCU. You got to ask whoever's any government organization. <laughs> Hey, in the MCU and in the real life, any government yes. organization, are they evil? Are, are they, they evil? evil? Are you Hydra? Um, you have to ask that <laughs> specifically. You have to ask it. I would love if like Valkyrie was like, are you Hydra? And the person was like, it's just sweating. That's suspicious. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not Hydra. What, no. what are you talking about? I haven't even heard about. That's weird. It was just, it just runs out of the room. <laughs> Hydra. Oh, that sounds familiar. I don't. Yeah. Uh, uh, is that like a drink? Is that a sports drink? I don't know. You mean like a fire hydro <laughs> hydrant? I don't, I, that's all I know about Hydra. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I, I I think it'd be dope if they did. But like, I could totally see the GRC also just being useless and not really right. Um, being able to touch these gods because like they're gods. So we have the Asgardians living on Earth, and while they may just be keep you know shacking up with each other. I'm sure some of them are bound to fall for a human because let's be real, uh, Beyonce's still on the planet and uh, yeah. you know she's <laughs> the the closest god-like being we have. Beyonce, Beyonce. So I'm sure one of those Asgardians is gonna take a crack. Uh, let's let's be real. Watch out, Jay Z. Um, <laughs> Watch your back, Jay Z. <laughs> no, we got a whole country of hoves, a whole country <laughs> of, of gods. But yeah, let's remember some key differences about the Asgardian physiology. Um, number one and the most important. Um, and most obvious, they live way longer than humans, about <laughs> yeah. 5,000 years, which is like... That's a lot. God, like, we we, we can barely hit, like, 80 um, out here. Like, they're living 5,000, yeah. so, like, well, our lifetime is nothing to them. That's literally, like, I don't know, kindergarten. Like, that, that's the yeah. kindergarten years. Like, yeah, whatever. I mean, if you're an Asgardian, like, set up some sort of savings account that has, like, a pretty good, <laughs> you know, uh, compound interest rate... And just get, yes. get that money over the years. Just let it sit there. Don't touch it for the first 2,000 years. Do not years. touch it at let all. Let it build up funds, okay? $40,000, And then in your back half of your life, you can really start collecting, uh, really start taking some money out of there. Your offspring will thank you for, uh, <laughs> your demigod offspring will thank you for not touching that money. 
Um, and like also, they are generally stronger and just heal faster in general. And uh, some of them right. could potentially perform magic, which is um, not something that we can do. I mean, outside of the bedroom, am I right, Brandon? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah. I haven't been able to do there. that once. Well, though. <laughs> Lordy. Well, though we have seen, like, Ned perform magic, right? So there are humans who maybe have yes. innate magical abilities, maybe more than we know. Uh, mm. It's just never been brought out of us before. So the, performing magic is not just as guardians. There are probably some humans that could do it. So Stephen yeah. Strange did it. Everyone at Camertage, well, most of the people mm -hmm. at Camertage are humans. But yeah, you have a lot of Asgardians who already know the magic. They know how to do some right. magic. Uh, so yeah, these are very powerful people uh, with strong bodies, uh, mm. strong minds, strong souls, maybe doing magic. If I was an Asgardian, go sign up for the NFL. You know what I'm talking about? Like you, uh, <laughs> you could take a few hits to your head. You're stronger. You'll heal up. You'll be fine. You could play... <laughs> You could play for a team for a thousand years, and uh, that's just Yo. your rookie season. You know what I mean? Like, come on. <laughs> I would love to see some Asgardians, like what Asgardians be like, pretending to be a normal human. It's like, yeah, I'm just really right. strong. <laughs> Think about how this is going to affect the Olympics, MT. Oh my Norway god, is going to clean up at the Olympics from now on. <laughs> They're going to be killing us. How do you test for an Asgardian? Like, is, do they pee gold? <laughs> like, like pee in this cup? Hey, if you're, gold, you're not drinking enough water. I'll tell you that right now. Drink more water. If you, if you got gold pee out there, drink some water. Everyone, pause the video right now. Go drink a glass of water. MT, they'll know an Asgardian because Asgardians have different physiology than humans. Yes, they're usually way hotter than us. They're way hotter. They, <laughs> they got denser bones. Their, their muscle structure is a little different. So, like, they'd be able to, like, scan for Asgardians. But that would be messed up if they wouldn't let Asgardians compete. But I could see why. I could see why. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, like, I was a big fan of Smallville growing up. And, like, one of the biggest uh, problems that Clark had was, like, not being able to play football when he loved football. And, like, because he would just, like, oh, crush the competition. Clark loves football. <laughs> get out of here, you alien. You don't get to play our football. Go help your dad mow some grass yeah. or some shit. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Go do something else. Sorry you can't play football, Clark Kent. Too bad. Get over it. Oh, you got laser eyes. Who cares? Go write an article, you nerd. I, I love godlike beings having to like pull themselves back and like not like hurt other right. people. So like I just I just want to see what it's like and like how strong like your average Asgardian is compared to everyone yeah. else. Cause like they're pretty diesel. Like we know like Thor is like a, a thunder wheel and all that, but like what is like your average Asgardian? Like how strong yeah, are Thor's they? Thor's definitely stronger than all the other Asgardians, but yeah. The, the average pretty strong. I mean, in the clip or in the trailer, you know, we see that battle kind of going on. It looks like it's in New Asgard. This is where, you know, Thor sees uh, uh, Jane for the first time. Right. And in the background, you see, like, what look like normal people just fighting these alien things with, yeah. like, bats or whatever. And it's like, those are probably just other Asgardians who are like, well, I work at the grocery store, but I guess I got to go fight some aliens right now. Right. I'm an Asgardian and I'm strong. It's like they're fighting like they're fighting like they used to do back in New Asgard, but yeah, like yeah, they're wearing like, oh, and shit. Battle. The Norwegians are like, what the hell's going on? And the Asgardians are like, ah, this happens all the time. We're used to this. It's like the old days. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> You'll see. You'll get used to it. Could these Asgardians potentially be allowed to marry and start a family mm. with us humans? Could that even be possible? Well, in the comics, Loki had a child with a human woman and named him Volley Hap Volley Halfling. Loki, oh, you're yeah. up. Halfling? 
You didn't hear well, that's also Affleck? part of that is like the naming convention that the Asgardians have, right? You get like oh, your right. father's name with like a son or something. So I think Halfling is because he is a hybrid. He's Wait. also known as Agamemnon. He's also known as Agamemnon. He has like a, a real name, but Valley yeah. Halfling <laughs> is just the name he got. Sorry, AKA Agamemnon. So in theory, it's possible that a human and an Asgardian could start a family together, though one of the parents is going to vastly outlive the other. And who knows what traits the hybrid offspring would take from either side. So like, I feel like it's going to be really complicated. Um, just, uh, you know, like, you're, you're going to be a single parent at one point in your life. Uh, yeah. No denying. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. And like, the, is the kid going to live like a very long time? Is it oh my like God, half strong? Does it get some of like the strength or, you know, healing factor that the parent have? We don't really know. I mean, it, it, it doesn't seem like in theory they should be able to mate, but the comics have established it. And one thing I like about Marvel Comics uh, is they kind of have this idea that like life was spread throughout the universe, right, by the Celestials. And it's all the same base DNA, like deep, deep down, right? It's kind of the right. same genetic structure. That's why so many aliens are like bipedal looking things that look like humans that just have like pink skin or blue skin or whatever, like the Kree, right. they kind of look like humans, blah, blah, blah. And even in Guardians of the Galaxy, right, we saw uh, John C. Riley's character, I forget his name, he has like traditional kind of Caucasian skin, but his wife has like pink skin and they have a kid. And right. it's like this idea that like, yeah, we're from different planets uh, throughout the universe, but we can still be together and like we can still procreate because we're the same base DNA. So this idea right. that like, you could have an Asgardian and a human get together. And I hope this comes up at some point uh, in Thor, Love and Thunder. I know they got a lot mm. to cover. But if we could just get like a half hour talking <laughs> about the Asgardians, that'd be great. But yeah, this idea that you could have the kid and like your kid and your partner are going to outlive you by thousands of years. But it's mm. like, I'm in love right now. What am I going to do? So I, I mean, this would be a crazy thing to address, you know, 20 years from now in the mm. MCU, right? You have a kid who is half Asgardian who is now a hero or something like that. Like, that would be mm. very interesting to see. I really want to see that hardcore. And, like, you know, considering that we we are getting the introduction of the Greek gods as we see uh, Zeus in this trailer, and, like, Hercules is, like, I feel like it's, it's pretty much basically confirmed, but, like, it's not confirmed, right. but, like, we, we basically know Hercules is probably going to come. We better get uh, very Hercules, soon. Yeah. Um, Like, and, like, he's a demigod. Like, I feel like... Yeah, he's half human, half god, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I feel like the conversation has to, like, it, it just makes sense to, like, start that conversation in this movie. Just be like, hey, what does it mean to be a half-god, half-human hybrid? And I right. would love to see, like, a, like the Asgardian form of, of Hercules just pop up somehow. And uh, if, they, if that does pop up, I hope it's a, a woman, because, like, I, I would love to see, like, a female demigod uh, just kicking yeah, ass. Cool. So, Brandon, <laughs> I've got to ask you, do we think... The Asgardians are officially citizens of Earth and free to roam the planet as they please. Yeah, I think Earth welcomed them with open arms. They've been taken in. They're citizens of Norway <laughs> or citizens of New Asgard. They can probably travel as they see fit. Some countries may keep them out, but everyone's keeping tabs on them because everyone wants to know where True. they are. Uh, and they, I've got a few of them, maybe weapons. even left. I think, I think most of them would want to live in New Asgard because they're used to being around these people and they have such a shared experience and the culture and everything. But I bet a few of them are probably like, screw this, I'm out of here. I'm going to go live in Kansas, or you know, I'm going to go live in California or something. I'm going to go live in France. Uh, so maybe a few of them got away and are living where they want. But I, I bet most of them are in New Asgard. But I'm sure they can travel as they want, which is very interesting. I wonder if they're celebrities. Kind of like we were talking about the boys earlier. 
yeah, yeah. Were you talking about the boys? I'm mixing inside Marvel. Um, yeah, whoops um yeah it's sort of like the boys in a way like, i wonder if they're like like celebrities and be like all right i'm just really cool because i'm a god like oh follow me because like and like it's sort of like the new way of yeah. following a god i feel like they have instagrams and like they're just like oh, these yeah. huge social personalities that have to roam the planet that's great a few of them are definitely influencers that's for sure mt there is for a couple influencers sure i feel like enchantress will probably have like a whole following on, on instagram or something and like Oh, secretly yeah, be doing evil stuff uh human social media and all that oh but like, yeah, yeah. they'd be like what's up guys it's me it's mushheim i'm <laughs> out here i'm on vacation right now in germany having a great time it's oktoberfest you know my first couple thousand years were pretty boring but i'm glad to be on earth now having a great time uh be sure to check out all my links uh and like and subscribe in the batman like during that moment where like the riddler had that it's like thanks for subscribing guys like that was hilarious like, yeah, yeah that was my favorite part so let's do that for the mcu but with gods hey be sure to check out newrockstarsmerch.com to see all of our awesome merch options even if you're not a god if you are a god you look even better uh with our shirts on it's a great way to support all of our awesome work we do on the channel and we dropped our newest limited edition latest obsession shirt inspired by the new obi-wan series and if you buy this shirt you'll unlock the ability to get a custom shout-out that will appear on our weekly WookieLeak show hosted by Eric Voss and Tommy Bechtel. And like all of our latest Obsession merch, it will sell out fast and it will not last forever. So head on over to NewRockstarsMerch.com today to grab yours before it's lost to the sands of Tatooine forever. We're going to bury it with the lightsabers and you're never <laughs> going to see it until, um, it. you know, Bail Organa needs your help, all right? <laughs> that's that's the only way you're going to see it again. But before we dive into our bite-sized questions next, some words from the people that help bring Big Question to you. People like Upside. From cringing at the pump to getting an eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant, inflation is hitting us all where it hurts, especially Baymax. He inflates <laughs> all the time. That's why, <laughs> that's why at New Rockstars, we've started using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or even just dines out. With every purchase, you earn cash back thanks to Upside. And you can use that cash back to buy the perfect souvenir on your next road trip. So to get started, download the free Upside app in the App Store or Google Play. Just use the promo code BIGQUESTION and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. In comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with Upside. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. And that's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. So download the free Upside app and use promo code BIGQUESTION to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That is $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code BIGQUESTION, all one word, no spaces at checkout. All right, now it is time for our bite-sized question. Are you ready, Brandon? Oh, I'm ready for a little bite-sized. I hope your stomach is empty and does not have any food in it because the bite-sized questions are I'm coming. Starving for some bite-sized questions. <laughs> well, here we go. First question, Brandon. How did Hulk even end up on Sakaar in Thor Ragnarok in the first place? That's a great question, MT. Uh, if we remember all the way back to Thor Ragnarok, our beloved God of Thunder found himself imprisoned mm -hmm. by the Grand Master and forced to battle for his freedom. And who did he wind up facing off against? Why, it's his good buddy Hulk, of course. <laughs> A friend from work. A friend from work. Uh, 
When Thor and Hulk chat later, Hulk explains in rather rudimentary hand signals that he wound up on Sakaar via a crash. Uh, presumably of the Quinjet. Uh, because if you remember, uh, back even further in the MCU, the last time we had seen Hulk uh, before this moment was during the events of Avengers Age of Ultron, which was back in 2015. After tossing mm. Ultron from a Quinjet, he activates stealth mode so he can't be tracked by anyone, and he flies off into the sunset. Just like he's mm. Batman at the end of the Dark Knight trilogy being like, I'm done being Batman. You guys are <laughs> on your own now. Screw off. I'm uh, going to friends with Anne Hathaway. Goodbye. I'm going to friends. <laughs> you guys still have villains, but I'm leaving. Um, <laughs> Not my problem. Bye. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's Gordon Gordon problem now. <laughs> <laughs> but how did Hulk get from Earth's atmosphere to Sakaar? We know that not only Hulk, but the Quinjet itself made it all the way to Sakaar, because we see it there in the mm. junkyard, and then Thor goes on it. Uh, so right. both of them made it all the way there. It's not like Thor got uh, abducted by Yondu at some point and taken to Sakaar. <laughs> the whole thing was taken there. So mm. a lot of people were wondering this. In an interview with Cinema Blend back in 2017, production designer Dan Henna confirmed one part of this long journey, and that would be a wormhole. How did you get out the wormhole? Like the devil's mm. anus, right? Uh, <laughs> when talking about how Hulk got to Sakaar, Dan said, quote, Sakaar is populated by aliens and the sky in Sakaar has a number of wormholes that deposit space waste, basically. If you're flying through space, you can get caught up in a wormhole and you can end up, well, he hits one of these wormholes and he ended up here and he became the Grandmaster's special toy. So that's how mm. Hulk got there. It was a wormhole. That's fine. But, mm. <laughs> but now I have so many more questions, right? Was this wormhole like near Earth? Like, or was it mm. far away? Uh, how come no one on Earth has noticed this wormhole? Perhaps it was a temporary wormhole that like opened mm. and closed. And where was Hulk even going in the first place, right? Seriously. He's like getting away. I, I assumed he was going to like hide somewhere on Earth, but maybe he was like, I'm going to go fly into the sun like I'm Icarus or something, or I'm going to go mm. fly on the moon and see if I die. Who knows? We may never know the full story unless they decide to do a series on Disney Plus covering Hulk's mm. time before Ragnarok, but at least we can confirm that the wormhole was the, the main mode of travel. At some point, Hulk and his Quinjet go into a wormhole and wind up on Sakaar, and they're there for a couple years. I think it must have been a temporary wormhole that opened up near Earth. It just happened mm. to be that way. But that makes me think, did someone make this happen? Was there like a, a god-type mm. figure that wanted Hulk mm. to get to Sakaar? Did the Grand Master have any ability to open up a, a wormhole and suck in the Hulk because he could sense him flying through space? I don't know, like, did, did the Celestials make this happen? It just seems like, it's a, it's a really big question that they've never really answered other than just saying, oh, it's a wormhole, and he got there. Considering that, you know, Thor Ragnarok is a sequel to Thor The Dark World, I wonder if, like, there's still some, like, gravity, like, Oh, that's a great idea, From MT. the Convergence. That yeah, can be really maybe there was, like, a weird ripple. I like that. That's interesting. I like that. And like, it's like, all right, you're going to a different part of the universe because, like, that's what these weird Convergence holes do. Yeah, I wonder what the plan was for Hulk. It's like, all right, like, I'm just going to go into space. Though, we do know in um, Age of Ultron that, like, after he hooked out and destroyed that, uh, um, wait, destroyed all that area fighting Tony Stark, um, mm -hmm. he looks at everyone. He's like, oh, shit, what did I do? Yeah. Like, right before Tony knocks him out, he's like, everyone thinks I'm a monster. And I feel like that right. probably motivated Hulk's, like, all right, I'm going to leave because... Well, I also wonder, really like because Ultron was in this Quinjet with, with the casket or whatever, right? I wonder if Ultron, he wanted to take over Earth and get rid of the humans, blah, 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 but he was gonna like mm -hmm. destroy the planet. And I wonder if Ultron right. was like, had found the wormhole 
and like programmed it into the Quinjet. Mm. He's like, I'm gonna go destroy Earth and then I'm gonna go check out this wormhole and see what that's all about. Ooh. And Hulk just like beep boop beep and like blew into the wormhole because Ultron had pre-programmed it into the into the navigation. Mm. Oh my mm. god, I I mm. love that idea of Ultron like wanting to go to Sakaar like through a wormhole because we saw in What yeah. If that he does actually go to Sakaar to destroy the Grandmaster's right. on the spot. Yeah, I, I would love I love that idea a lot. It's like, all right, this was my plan the entire time yeah. to go to this um. You're this, welcome, this Kevin Feige. Spot. Take that, take that. Take, take it, Feige. It's yours. Have it. You can have this <laughs> this plot filler, please. A gift please. from Brandon. It's a gift. <laughs> New Rockstars has given you this gift. Well, let's talk about the gift of gills next, because Brandon, <laughs> here's your second bite-sized question. Does Namor, the, the Submariner himself, have mm. gills? Yes, we're going to hopefully be learning a lot more about Namor in the next Black Panther, fingers yes. crossed. Uh, but Namor McKenzie, a.k.a. the Submariner, is infamous for ruling the Atlanteans and being so easy to piss off. Man, you can piss <laughs> that guy off real easily. He is the mutant son of a human father and an Atlantean princess. So he's able to both breathe on land like a human and breathe underwater mm. via gills behind his ears, like all mm. the other Atlanteans. So he's got these gills back here. Um, mm. All the Atlanteans are homo mermanus, have superhuman strength, but Namor is even stronger than that. Just like Thor is stronger than all the other Asgardians, Namor is like mm. way stronger than all the other Atlanteans. It's likely due to his hybrid and mutant nature that he got this extra strength. He can also fly, which mm. most attribute to his mutant power, though nobody is quite sure how it works. Because like most <laughs> mutants, right, they have something that enables their flight. Like Magneto, mm. right? He manipulates magnetic fields to fly. Jean Grey, mm. she's using like telepathy and stuff to fly. Uh, Angel, of course, has wings. Now, Namor, he has developed little vestigial wings on his feet. They're like, down near his ankles, they're cute as hell. They look so uh, stupid. They look so, they look adorable. But as far they as anyone can tell, those, those little wings, they're not making him fly. They're so tiny, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and, he, and this guy can like fly as fast as a jet. Like he, he flies fast. Uh, yes. They think these little wings on his feet are more for like maneuvering and steering than actual flying. But yeah, his mutant power is just a flight. I mean, Namor, the character of Namor is super old in Marvel Comics. He's like a Very. really old character. So he kind of mm -hmm. has these golden age slash silver age abilities that are not quite sussed out all the way. He does have gills. He can breathe underwater. He can breathe on land. He's got all that stuff. And the Atlanteans themselves are kind of crazy because there's like 10 different ways that they adapted to breathe underwater. It kind of depends mm -hmm. on which story you read. Like, one is like, it just kind of happened because like they were underwater and they're like, we can breathe now. One was like, uh, God gave them the power to do it. Uh, one was like, they're actually aliens from another planet and they've been hiding on Earth the whole time. All these crazy theories. <laughs> but yes, Namor's got gills, baby. We know that much to be true. The gift of gills are his. <laughs> he has the gift of gills. Uh, yeah, I wish I had gills because uh, swimming would be a lot more easier and um, I'd be less terrified of it. <laughs> Um, but now it's time for our box of scraps. Question, oh, Brandon. The box of scraps. You better build it in a cave with a box of scraps and nothing else. Who's going to build it in a cave with a box of scraps? <laughs> now, Brandon, if you could watch one film from the MCU for the first time again, which film or project would it be and why? This is from uh, Crispy Crispy on Discord, by the way. Yes, thank you, Crispy Crispy. This is a great question, so I threw this one in there. I mean... The obvious answer, right, is Endgame. Like, what a what a blast mm. that was. The big battle at the end. 
But that's that's too easy. That's too easy for me to say. I will. That's mm. like uh, to me. That's like all time QB, right? That's always yeah. going to be the one you wish you could watch it again for the first time for the thrill, <laughs> the tingles in your neck as as oh, uh, as Cap picks up Mjolnir, right? Like you, you wish you could see it again. Um, but I think when I, when I was thinking about this question, like so many great memories uh, from watching these movies from the first time. But really, the one I would love to go back and see again for the first time uh, would be Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh my like, god! Yes, that was the one for me. Like I was impressed with Iron Man. Obviously, when mm. Avengers happened, I was like, "They'll never pull this off," and they pulled it off. It was great. But Guardians of the Galaxy was always the joke that I would tell my friends. I was like, "Yeah, they're making a Thor movie, but they'll never make Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. That's crazy." And man, I sat in that movie theater. I laughed. I cried, and I was completely blown away. Uh, mm. And that from that moment on, I was like, "They're they're set." This, this is going to go on forever. Like, they can make these movies, and they're so good at it. Uh, so, yeah, that would be the one I would love to see again for the first time. It was so good. Yeah, no, Guardians is like, that, that was a shift. That changed the whole yeah. game. And, like, I, no one had any expectations for no Guardians of the Galaxy. Coming. No one saw so like, that that, that was the best part of seeing it for the first time. It's like, you had no idea, like, for the most part, who the, any of these people were. And, like, it was meeting these heroes for the first time. It was, like, so magical that, like, yeah. now that we already know and they're already established and, like, one of the most popular teams of the MCU, you can't really go back to that. So, like, yeah, I agree 100%. Um, Guardians is a good one. That's a good one. Um, but, you know, for me, I, I think I think it's going to have to be Winter Soldier for me. And, like, yeah, Ooh, I feel like that's, like, yeah. a, an easy oh. answer. But, like, my God, Winter Soldier was, like, the movie that, that got me one. to, like, yeah really fall in love with the mcu like i love the mcu before but like i had no like i didn't respect captain america until winter soldier i'm like Agreed. this is a Agreed. good man yeah. he's a loyal friend <laughs> and like he does what's right no matter what i'm like i freaking love that i, I had no idea with the hydra twist with um with a uh, shield and all that so like my jaw yeah. was to the ground That's and good. i was like you can we not trust anybody in shield anymore was colson evil i had no idea so like having all those questions in my mind was just like the best so like i'm gonna say winter soldier but that is it for this episode a big question i want to thank my brother the amazing brandon for joining me this episode oh, please you, follow MC. him at Grinit and barrack on twitter he's amazing you can follow me at mastertainment on twitter if you want to see me tweet some weird shit and like some really wild theories but more importantly, you can follow new rock stars here on YouTube and on all social media platforms. And make sure to hit that notification bell so you can get notifications every time you upload a video. And of course, the new rock stars Discord is a thing and it is popping. And don't forget to join us by hitting that link in the description box below to just have fun conversations with us on Discord. It's really fun. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for watching. We love you. We'll see you guys next time. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.